Do you feel like you'll never be married? Are you lonely? Or are you just tired of waiting for a husband? Dr. Stephanie Ricks, inspirational speaker and author of Prayers of a Single Woman, will give you encouraging words, scriptures, and motivation to live your best life while waiting on the husband God has for you. Hi, ladies, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of The Dr. Stephanie Show. This episode is titled, Living a Purposeful Single Life. Now, during the last episode, we discussed spiritual gifts, understanding and recognizing those spiritual gifts in order to bring others to God's holy kingdom. As Christians, we all have the same purpose, and that is to bring others to him. We have different gifts in order to fulfill that purpose. Someone's gift could be teaching. Someone's gift could be healing. Someone's gift could be wisdom. And another person's gift could be apostleship. All of those gifts are used to fulfill the purpose of bringing others to him. Now, as single women, our goal is not only to bring others to Christ, but we need to ensure that we are living a purposeful single life. There are many single women who believe that their life have not started yet because they are single and they are not married. And that can be further away from the truth. You don't have to wait on someone in order to start living a purposeful life. Now let's go back to explore the meaning of singleness in order to know how to live a purposeful single life. When you think about marriage or when we look at marriage, we know that marriage is designed to show Christ's love and devotion for the church. Therefore, singleness is designed to show the church's love and devotion for Christ. This is the single person's exclusive devotion to Christ. In 1 Corinthians 7, Paul writes about single people's devotion to God. Single people are saying to the world that God is enough, God is sufficient, and God is my all. Now, there are a few things that you can do in order to live this purposeful single life. Number one, take care of your body. Watch what you eat, exercise, examine your mindset. Think about what you thought about within the last hour to ensure you're always thinking on things that are positive. Number two, let go of toxic relationships. Make sure or make an effort to surround yourself with goal-oriented people, people who are like-minded, people who you respect and who respect you, those who you can trust and you can talk to about your intentional life and who's not jealous of you and you're not jealous of them. Number three, be willing to serve. Consider the needs of others. There are several organizations out there who are in need of your help. Research those organizations and see which ones are best fit with your passion and your goals. Number four, invest in at least one of your God-given spiritual gifts. When God gives you your spiritual gifts, that's a blessing to you. And when you use those gifts to glorify him, that is a blessing to him. Your natural passions and your spiritual gifts should align. So if you are a writer, a singer, an artist, make an intentional 
effort to invest your time to glorify God. You can write down your spiritual gifts, write down all of your passions and write down all of your skills. Circle your top 20 passions and your top 20 skills. Narrow that down by 10 of each. Then narrow that down again, five of each. Then circle your top three passions and your top three skills and invest in at least one of those so that you can glorify God. Number five, map out your short term goals. Habakkuk 2, 2 through 3 states, write down the vision and make it plain. God ultimately leads our steps, but that doesn't mean that we cannot or don't need to make plans for ourselves. You should continue to make plans for yourself. While you make those plans for yourself, have a willing heart to allow God to steer the direction. If he steers your life and your goals in the opposite direction of what you have written down, you must be willing to be flexible to follow his will for your life. The key is to focus on growing yourself every day. Now, number six, have a master budget plan, a master budgeting plan for your finances. We need to get into the habit of tithing. Now, I know as a single person, we only have one income that's coming in. So tithing sometimes can be hard. It could be difficult to our mindset. But I promise that when you tithe, God will open up the windows of heaven. Create a system to review how you are saving your money and where your money is going. And when you start investing in your spiritual gifts, your passions and your skills, do not get discouraged if you do not have the resources to purchase the top notch or the state of the art equipment. Remember, God said in Proverbs eighteen sixteen that your gifts will make room for you and he will bring you before great men. So get what you can do what you can and put your trust in God and know that he will see you through. And finally, number seven, focus on what God is trying to do on the inside of you. Ask yourself how you can be a better person. How can you be the best you for that day? Ask God to use you in every way that he can. Living an intentional, purposeful, single life will bring you joy. That joy will attract like-minded people as well as your husband. Those people can join you with building God's kingdom. Thank you so much for listening today. For more information or to contact Dr. Stephanie, visit her on social media at the Dr. Stephanie. 